You're listening to Filmmakers Drinking Bourbon. Hey, what's up, multiverse? This is Brandon. And this is Alex. Wow. You're actually on the show. Right? That feels weird to hear. Yeah. And this is Alex. And we're filmmakers. And we're drinking bourbon. Cheers, man. Cheers. Mm, one of our faves, Bullet Frontier Whiskey. You can't say that because they're not paying us anything. That's not that's, <laughs> that's not it. That's not true. They've been on the show before. It's not true that they're not paying us? Well, I mean, not they're not, not they are not paying us to say that. But, yeah. you know, we're just a little old podcast. We don't have corporate sponsors but by little podcast, we're the number seventh ranked filmmaking podcast. I mean, podcast we're on the I best do. filmmaking podcast. Let's be honest. Let's, yeah. I mean, we're a thing. Don't but sell yourself but short. Yeah, but no one knows about us. Except for like the thousands of people Except that know Except for us. hundreds of thousands of people. <laughs> uh, what's up, man? How you been? You've been I MIA. Literally MIA. Literally. What have you been Miami. doing? Miami. Literally MIA. You were just in Miami. <laughs> yeah, but that was like, that's a blip on the radar compared to what you've been doing. I guess. So I, mean, I, I, I teased a little bit yeah. last week on the show. I told people, um, y- you've been on a film, right? I was on a film. Yeah. Is that where you want to start? I mean, I feel I guess like- that's the last time that I was on was right before I started that. Yeah. I guess we don't have to start there. I mean, we're, we're in like the introduction. Remember how this podcast works? We have yeah. an introductory session. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot. We cheers. We kind of small talk for a minute, and then we get into our three questions. Oh. <laughs> I totally forgot. Uh, anyways. Dude, you just interviewed me. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be the guest uh, today. So yeah, so what's uh seriously, what's what's been up, man? What have you um Oh my gosh. Let's just get right into the what have you been working on. Everybody sure. wants to know why aren't you on the show? I, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. I Peace. quit. I quit. I, no. I will say this before you get into it, sure. I've had several people message me talk to me even even our our buddy joe mm-hmm. belay in new york was like you know it's just it's just not the same without you and alex it's not and he i don't know i don't know what it is i guess it's i don't even know you anymore to be honest <laughs> <laughs> i don't even think we could do this show anymore we, we've lost our chemistry i i don't think that's I true i can't at all. remember the last project we worked on it that doesn't matter <laughs> I called you the other day, and it was like, I, boom. We could have talked yeah, for an hour point. straight, good and, point. It, and you know, wouldn't have been boring. So anyway, yeah. what I'm getting at is I'm excited to have you on the show. I'm excited to be here. You know what I mean? Considering it's your show. And yours. It's yeah. our show. So uh, so it's good to be back, yeah. and we got a lot to talk about. I This might go long. We have been working. Yeah. We have been watching. We're excited. Uh, the whole deal. This is a, a standard FDB formulaic show formulaic and by that we mean there is no formula exactly so let's just (laughs) jump right into it it. what have you been working on man well since you already brought it up i was on a movie okay and it was here in town like a student film were you on like definitely not a student film (laughs) okay (laughs) unless you consider that all filmmakers are students of the craft Mm. until the day they die yes then yes it was a student film so you're on a film tell us about it what was the film? Who's the director? Big budget, small budget, go. Uh, it was called The Public. Okay. And it was in the Cincinnati Public Library. Mm-hmm. Actually, Cincinnati plays Cincinnati. It's not like, oh, hey, we're shooting in Cincinnati, but sure. it's set in Brooklyn or whatever. Right. Uh, so it's about, well, I guess I'll start with who directs it, Emilio Estevez. 
As in Young Guns? As in Emilio Estevez, yeah. <laughs> we all know him. We all love him. Yeah. He came to Cincinnati and said, I'm going to make this awesome movie, um, and I'm going to make it with Cincinnati talent, some Cincinnati talent, uh, and Cincinnati crew, and Cincinnati locations. Yeah. So it's about a group of homeless people who barricade themselves inside the third floor of the Cincinnati Public Library during okay. a cold winter uh, because all the homeless shelters are full up. Uh, the media gets a hold of it, says that Emilio Estevez's character is holding everybody hostage with a gun, <laughs> okay. uh, which is totally not true. Uh, so they blow it out of proportion. They bring in a hostage negotiator. A uh, bunch of drama ensues and eventually comes to a comical conclusion. But it's good. Wow. It's really good. So nice. it, you know, some social issues are brought up and shot really well. We had a great DP yeah. from Spain. Well, I mean, this, this yeah. cast is bananas. And I'm, Dude, the budget, this was a smaller budget film, right? Yeah, it was a tier one. It was like I one mean, of the you smallest got budgets you could have. Jenna Malone, Taylor Schilling. Which is the lead from Orange is the New Black. Alec Baldwin. Yeah. Emilio Estevez. Christian Slater. Uh-huh. Mr. Robot. Uh, Michael Kenneth Williams. Yeah, which you know was Omar from The Wire. Gabrielle Union. Uh-huh. Jeffrey Wright. As in Bernard from As Westworld. As in Westworld. <laughs> yeah. This can't, you can't, there's no way they paid these people money. I don't They know. paid them like in coffee or something. Maybe. Well, they just did a news story on the production and Christian Slater put it a really interesting way. He's like, Emilio is one of those dudes where when he calls, you say, where do I need to be and what part do you want me to play? Yeah. So I think they all have this kind of, yeah, we're doing it because he's putting it on. Mentality. Yeah, these guys are these guys are working. For, They're heavy for hitters. Free. They're heavy hitters. Yeah, everybody in there is like Oscar non potential. Oh yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. So what was that like? I mean, so let's let's so you got this this film. So let's just kind of mm-hmm. you don't have to go day by day, but let's just kind of go through maybe movements, right? Store the movement yeah. of the story. So let's you know cut it into three acts, like a three act play. So act one, what type of stuff are you guys shooting? Are you interior, exterior? Uh, is it you know just go. Lots of it. So it takes place in the library, third floor. Majority of the movie takes place there and in the security office. So like single location film? Very much. Like a lot of it's, you know, really compact. Okay. So we're in this library. It's a lot of, I don't like multi extra scenes. So like we have 70 extras on on set Mm. a lot of days. And so there's always something cool to shoot. Uh, A lot of commotion. Lots of commotion, lots of you know, capturing camaraderie or, you know, uh, riling the troops to get ready to, yeah. you know, fend off the police or whatnot. Um, I, I mean, I don't even know where to begin. We have three cameras. <laughs> okay, dude. let's begin there. We have three cameras. Okay, let's begin there. Yeah. What was the approach from from a, from a director of, of a photography standpoint? Mm-hmm. Uh, who was the DP and then who was the team supporting him? What did the, what did the team look like? And then let's get into the gear. Sure. So the DP was Juan Mi Asparaz. He's a Spanish DP who moved to New York like a year and a half, two years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's, I'm not going to say it. Anyway, he moved to New York two sure. years ago. Really, really talented dude. You've seen this guy's commercials all over the, the TV. You know, Lexus, Mercedes car commercials all over the place. Sweet. Really talented. Uh, so he's the DP. Uh, Dave Schwander was a camera and steady cam. He's a local guy. Mm-hmm. I was B camera, uh, and then Amy Faust, who you know, is C camera. Yeah. 
you know, each unit had first AC, second AC. Um, we had a DIT, digital utility. So we had like a full crew, full capabilities. Yeah, you had people. Yeah. So basically each day kind of started with, you know, whatever the scene was. It was usually a camera, steady cam shot. You know, we'd do this big master, moving master. And then B and C camera would come in for coverage over the shoulder, over the shoulder, whatever. And then we'd move on. What, what were you guys filming on? Uh, Alexa XT. Across the board or did you were C camera was an Alexa Mini. Okay. Yeah. And so Amy's unit, C unit had a first AC, no second. Mm-hmm. So she was kind of uh, like stealth ninja cam. She would go around and get, you know, reactions of homeless people, reactions of cops, whatever. But then, you know, they'd sweep her in the main unit to cover... Uh, the actual dialogue whenever there's an opportunity. It's kind of crazy. Nice. So the whole yeah. thing's handheld, or uh, is there some camera support in there at all? So, or? Yeah, there was Steadicam was the majority of it uh, for A camera, and then B and C were almost always handheld. Uh, there were a couple of really long dolly shots that I got to do, so that was cool. Um, but, yeah, a nice mix. Nice, honestly. man. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, so... Did you have like an easy rig? Were you like literally holding this thing? I mean, that's 24 days. Day one. 12, 15 hour days, right? Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Day one. I, you had to I, be exhausted, right? Absolutely. My body hates me right now. Uh, day one, I had an easy rig, uh, but it was only for like low angle stuff. And then I ditched that and went completely handheld for the rest of it. So it's like a 40 pound, you know, camera rig. How are you holding up? Great. Great, great, great. I feel fantastic. Getting back into fitness and, you know, just right as soon as the movie wrapped, had a music video down in Miami. So, sun and recuperation. So, you went straight from Cincinnati mm-hmm. shooting a film. You were 24 days on? 22. 22 days. Yep. And instead of taking a break, yeah, you went directly to the airport and went to Miami. Correct. To shoot a music video. To shoot a music video. And then I flew back. And now here we are. Man, you're you're a brave man. <laughs> Yeah, it was fine. We had a, a prep day in between, so. So, I'm yes, di- I'm distracted right now. I know. I can tell. Uh, What's going on? I just got a text. Um, as you people know, I I share everything. Your health, on the show. your family life, my health and my wealth. How long um, your beard's getting? So, my dog is having some problems. Is it something that? You need my wife to take a look at it? Maybe. I don't know. But uh, since you're on the show, I figured I'd throw it out to you. You might have some insight. I'm not a vet. I know, but you're, <laughs> you're a lifeguard, so. <laughs> That's all that matters. Uh, yeah. th- so I think he's, he's, I think he's dying. Why would you say that? I don't know. He's like, I think he's hitting, he's old age. He's got this old age thing going on. He has like fan- phantom barking at stuff that's not in- around or in front of him or, or weird. He he takes a really long time to- um, Phantom barking. Yeah. Or maybe he can see through to I another need, dimension. I, to, I actually need to take this real go quick. Ahead. Yeah, go ahead. So talk to the people. Tell them a little bit more about your setups. Sure. You going to step out? Just for a second. Hey, babe. All right, go ahead. So Brandon's now gone. Okay. What, and now's my opportunity to tell you all sorts of secrets about this crazy man. In reality, no. I don't know what I'm going to talk about. Frank. Ooh, good call. So Frank, we got this cool little situation going on here where he like takes this writing utensil and puts words on paper and holds it up to the glass. And it said lenses. So lenses on the film. Uh, like I mentioned, we shot on <clears throat> excuse me, Alexa XT, and we were shooting on 
Leica Sumilux C lenses. So they're 1.4, super fast, like $300,000 a set. Kind of like the best lenses you could possibly get. They shot the movie, uh, crap, what's it called? Joaquin Phoenix, where he falls in love with a robot. Her? Her. It's called Her. Frank, step in here. We're we're calling in the uh, we're calling in <laughs> we're calling in the bench. I need someone to bounce ideas off of. What kind of lighting packages did you have? There he is. Oh, so that was not up to me. That was up to the director of photography. But inside the library, uh, since we were shooting such wide spaces, he left it pretty much unlit. We had these nice fluorescent tubes in the ceiling. So it's mostly about framing of movement at that point. He's back. Sorry, sorry. I might have to. Thanks, Frank. Uh, Frank, you might have to. You might have to come back in. So, live, live update. I feel like the Oscars right now. Yeah. Uh, live update. Uh, Otis, my dog, has in addition to these issues, he's now uh, apparently incontinent. What what continent is he on? <laughs> He's, isn't that what it's called? Yeah, were they traveling an airplane to go to different continents? No, no. Uh, isn't that the phrase? I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. where they can't hold their yeah, he can't uh, hold his, bodily yeah. fluids in. Yes. So we're on like day three now of this. Ooh. He is aging. He's ailing. He's, Doggy diapers. He's old. Yeah. He's, um, you know, 14 years old as a Jack Russell mix. So he's like 156 with dog ears or something? I don't know, but he's old. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, that's what I'm dealing with. So yeah, it's 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 kind of sad to watch, you know. And I'm trying to figure it out. And so that's why I got a text from my daughter. So she gotcha. just gave me the update. So uh, I'm probably gonna have to take off and go check out the situation. Man, it's that bad. Well, I don't know. Like it's she seemed kind of upset. Your I don't. Daughter? Yeah, I don't know what his behavior is right now. So. Huh. I'm uh, sorry to hear that. It's all right. I mean, I'm a big animal person. Yeah, I, yeah, you know what? Hey, dogs live and they die, just like people, mm-hmm. and it's fine. He is my first dog, though. So really, yeah, he's my first wow. dog. So but yeah, you, man, you've lost pets before. Yeah, like fish, hamsters, nothing big, nothing big, you know. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's it's fine. Like it's part of the process, you know. Yeah, it'll. But be it's more or less like. I have the fact that I have to deal with it is an inconvenience. What a heartless way to approach this! <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. The fact that he's dying is such an inconvenience <laughs> to my daily schedule. I mean, I'm just I'm just keeping it real. Like oh, anyway, so okay. I'm not to depress the show, but anyway. Uh, so I do want to <laughs> continue talking for a little bit. Um, At least a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so you got. You got them on well, the while you were gone. Speed. What'd you, did you say yeah. anything while I was gone? I say, say it a little bit. While you were gone, Frank helped me out. He asked what lenses we used. I told him Leica Sumiluxes, mm. which are like the best lenses on the market sure. right now. Uh, spherical lenses, not nice. anamorphic. But we shot uh, at a 239 crop. Oh, okay. So we shot open gate on the Alexa, uh, but then cropped off. We had frame lines to crop off the top and bottom of the sensor to shoot scope, wide frame. Hmm. So that was kind of cool. And then he asked about lighting package. <clears throat> and he said that's up to DP and the gaffer. Um, but most of it inside the library was almost unlit hmm. because we were shooting such wide 
you know, kind of flowing scenes. It was all about framing and movement. So we just utilized the fluorescence in the ceiling and, you know, bookshelves and other other things to create a cool frame versus worrying about too much lighting. Nice. So it has a really unique look to it. Yeah. That's cool, man. Um, So, so when's that, when, when, when are we going to see this thing? Uh, I believe they said November of this year. Really? Quick turnaround. That is a quick turn. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the so, way you do it. And it's a long script, too. I mean, uh, you know, we, we shot... There's a lot of talking on phones and a lot of communicating with people that aren't in the room for the scenes. Mm-hmm. So you almost have to shoot the scene three separate times. You shoot Amelia's part in the library, then you shoot Alec Baldwin's part in the security office, and then you shoot... Taylor Schilling's part out on the street through this co- phone conversation. Mm-hmm. So you're like doing triple duty to get this scene done, but it's going to be really, really interesting. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Pretty complex. Um, so what, uh, I mean, anything you learned from this process? I mean, every oh, project yeah. you got to take away, there's something that you're like, oh, that was really good for this or that. So What's your takeaway from that that experience? What's what are the what's the thing you learned, or what's uh, the trick, or the trick of the trade, or what did you observe from some of the other people? I think one of the biggest things I took away from it was uh, time management and how much scheduling can play a factor in actually. You know, first of all, everyone's uh, mental set or mental mindset on set, but then also like getting the project done. You know, if you have poor scheduling, it's going to be a bear to complete. And we ran into that. I wouldn't say it was because of poor scheduling, but because of certain things taking longer than everyone thought that we then had to, you know, push items off this day to next day. And they were talking about adding three or four days at the end of the schedule when we were like a week from being done. Everyone's like, oh, my God, are we even going to complete this movie? Right. It was just it was rough. That's so, crazy. yeah, scheduling, you know, Sched- time, time management. You got to plan it. Yeah, so that's a, yeah. a thing that I'll really, you know, you and I and whoever else I do projects with will really focus focus on from here on out. That's good. Never want to go through that again. That's yeah. a good takeaway. Yeah. So, but, I mean, ultimately, this was like a dream project, in all honesty. Yeah, I mean. You had cool people, uh, Emilio and Juanmi, who I, yeah. you know, as a camera operator, that's who you work really closely with as the director and the DP, were some of the best bosses ever. They so knew, just a good vibe on set. Great vibe. They knew exactly what they wanted. They were open to uh, – they knew exactly what they wanted, but they were also open to ideas and collaboration. So if he had, they had a shot in mind, but I was able to say, well, what if we, you know, instead of doing this, what if we put it on a dolly and it was a slow boom down to make him seem more powerful throughout the scene? And they're like, that's great. Let's do that. Fantastic. Nice. You know? That's awesome. So they're able to kind of take in all ideas, pick the best one. Yeah, that's good. That's awesome. But yeah, cool bosses, unbelievable talent, uh, local crew, decent schedule, looks great. What else can you ask for? Dream project. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's good to hear. Yeah. Well, meanwhile, while you were uh, making films and movies, uh, I was building a brand. You were launching a brand. Building a brand. So- uh, How'd that go? Well, it's launched. Finally done. It is out there. It's no, in the ether. No more fretting. No, it's done. Leapframe.com. You can check it out. Uh, we... That sounds similar to the domain that you had before. Yeah, right. I mean, it is kind of like it's the same. 
Oh, it's the same. Uh, but it's got a nice, nice new look. Kyle, our designer, who we're going to get on the show, he did a great job kind of repositioning um, who we are. Ooh, that's a good one. And, uh, yeah. and so, yeah, we're, we're really just kind of focusing on our point of view, which is um, video with heart takes clients with guts. Mm. And we really want uh, we want to tell the world that, you know, you can make great content and it doesn't have to just be marketing speak and, you know, all the mumbo jumbo that, that people don't really want to watch. And we want to encourage businesses, companies, brands um, to be brave and, and try things. So nice. that's what we're putting out to the world and we're going to see what's going to come back. So we've got a good response so far. We, uh, we've got some good connections and... And uh, things are a lot of fun. So, Takes and uh, with guts. Pink's, so basically, pink's the new the new color. Pink. Basically, your whole approach is peer pressure. <laughs> yes, you're gonna do it, huh? Aren't you? Yes, Aren't you? of course. You're brave. I Peer know you're pressure. brave. Yeah. Do it. Just exactly. do, just do it. <laughs> exactly. So it's been fun. It's taken a lot of time to get it get it right, but um, it's it's good, man. So we're excited, cool. and awesome. now we're connecting um, with just different markets and people, and it's the hustle. That's awesome. And then hopefully. In the next couple of weeks, that'll we'll start to get calls and yeah, t- usually takes you know a month or so to get things ramped up. For sure, so I we, have a question on mm-hmm. that. I don't know if you know anything about it. So when you do a complete overhaul like that, mm-hmm. on the SEO side, does everything reset? Do you have to be no, like re-scanned by Google? Or, you kind of have to. So we're a part of Leap Group, yeah, and they have um, developers <laughs> at at Leap, the the mothership in Louisville. Mm-hmm the agency side and they've got developers and SEO specialists. So they, I don't know what they do, but they, they take it into account and they make sure that when, when they migrate a site from an old to a new or onto a new server, Mm -hmm. they make sure that everything remains consistent. But you're not going to like lose standing. Oh no. Gotcha. No, 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 not at all. If anything, if anything, the new site will be built for even more Mm. SEO uh, readiness. Nice. So, but it's been fun. Uh, Ryan and Kyle have been busy doing a bunch of animation yeah. stuff, and um, you know, tonight's the uh, tonight's the Addies here in Cincinnati. It's I know. the uh, Addy Awards for advertisement. We've got a couple things up for submission. The uh, UC spots we did will be up for submission. We actually cool. received um, a silver Addy or no silver Telly, which is like a, a local uh, broadcasting type of award. Mm. Um, I think it's nationwide. The Tellys are, but we got a silver for uh, editing for. Um, the UC project and a bronze for cinematography. Cool. So second and third place. That's great. Congratulations. No, actually, silver is first place. See, bronze, see I don't under- bronze is second place. So <laughs> I don't understand. So that. your your award, yeah, it was not as good as my award. Great. That's that's <laughs> awesome. Um, well, it's been a good show. Uh, everyone, thanks for tuning in. See, I don't uh, understand those. Silver's first? Here's the thing. That's bull crap. Here's here's the deal. Awards are kind of goofy. I know. I mean, it feels good. It's, you know, to some people it means something, and it's kind of a necessary evil in our our world because um, it's a very efficient place to connect with a lot of advertisers. So Mm -hmm. all the agencies in town are at the Addies, so I can go to one place and network with everybody. So it makes a lot of sense. Um, so we always enter a couple things and connect. Now I can put a word on my site, award winning. Bronze, yeah, you're bronze. No, just award winning. Nobody you're, has to know what the <laughs> no award was. No one has to know. But anyway. Uh, so, <laughs> I won something at some point. Yeah. Yeah. 
but speaking of awards, did you watch the awards, the Academy Awards? I did not. I was actually, I believe I was on set. Hmm. Wasn't I? Yeah, I was You don't have Miami. time to talk about movies when you're making movies. Yeah, making moves. Making moves. Drop the eye. Move ease, yeah. Uh, well, we got. We can't not talk about the Oscar debacle. That was interesting. It's kind of a big deal. Yeah. 89 years, nothing like this has ever happened. Well, that's what happens when you have an 89-year-old doing it. The, <laughs> the internet blew up Yeah. Uh, over this, but ultimately they gave the best picture to the wrong people. Yes, and I actually came across an interesting article about how important typography yeah. is. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Especially it's important. in these war- yeah. awards era. Did you see? So, so my question is: Did you see either La La Land or Moonlight? No. Okay. But I love musicals, so I will go see La La Land. <laughs> well, I did. I saw Moonlight. Yeah, I loved well, it. W- impressions good. Yeah. I thought it was really good. I think it's a it's a classic filmmakers type of film. Mm. Uh, tripods and handheld, you know. It's, oh, as it's, far as the approach, yeah, very simple. Uh, the comp the composition was beautiful. They let the characters come to into the frame mm. versus moving the camera to the characters. Like they didn't feel the need to overcover it. Yeah, and, chop, and it chop, yeah chop, yeah, chop, and chop. it wasn't. It was just they let the film happen, and it's mm. it's. The color is gorgeous. The story's great. It's a tender, brave film. Well, I can say that the trailer gave me chills. Yeah, the I mean, the trailer's great, and it the content, yeah. the story, everything seems like something I would really enjoy. Yeah, the trailer's a little misleading. Really, I think. Huh. Yeah, it focuses a lot on. Well, I mean, the trailer's not. It focuses a lot on this homosexual aspect. Of it, I'm sure that's a huge part of it, right? Um, I mean, it's a it's a love story. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, it's a love story. It's a modern love story. It's great. It's huh. I, I thought it was awesome. Okay, yeah, uh, but I wonder if that's the misleading part. Is that what you're saying? No, no, oh. no, 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 not gotcha. at all. I think it's, yeah, no. Huh? I'm not sure. Either way, I'll see it. It's in a. I saw it's in Redbox already and on yeah. HBO and iTunes yeah. and stuff. Now you you had a chance. You could have gone to see it. I could have, but you, you know saw what something I else. Saw didn't instead, you? <laughs> was obviously the better choice. Yeah, I went and saw. What did you see recently? It's a it's a great great classic film about a uh, a large man with a metal skeleton and claws. <laughs> American classic called Logan. Unbelievable. Yeah, Logan. You had an opportunity to see an Oscar winning film. Right? Do you know right now that Moonlight? Is third on the all-time list on CineSift. Mm-hmm. So they use Rotten Tomato. They use all of the rating yeah, sites yeah, into yeah. an algorithm. For sure. Number one at ninety-eight is The Godfather. Yeah. And then number three. Maybe not for long though. Number yeah. three is Moonlight. Did you now? Mean- it's early. It's time for that algorithm. That algorithm can shift, but that's how. So they judge good films. I'm just saying. Like yeah. and so you had an opportunity to see this film well, that is being hoisted as the third best a potential of classic, but Wolverine's you just, the best X Men of all time. And you decided, nah, nah. You know, I think I'm going to make a choice to go see a a bad superhero movie, oh, a fantastic movie, American <laughs> classic again, dude. Baby Wolverine. Wow. Baby female Wolverine. Unbelievable. Fantastic. Unbelievable. Yeah. So I'm glad you enjoyed it. Oh, I loved it. Did I mean was it? Did it have a bunch of CGI? I would hope. Oh yeah, lots of. But I mean, it's not like your traditional 
superhero f- film that you're used to. Is it a Marvel? It's a Marvel, but it's a really dark, small, dark drama. So it's more of a DC Marvel. Mm, that doesn't make sense. You know, like a D- <laughs> like DC movies are always a little darker. Yeah, but it's just a dark Marvel, not a DC Marvel. All right. Yeah. A Darvel. A Darvel. A DeCarvel. <laughs> um, no, it's it's really in the context of superhero movies. It's small. Okay. Small, intimate. Not a ton of you know giant special effects and whatnot. Uh, just really good. Hugh Jackman is like old Wolverine. He's old, decrepit, like falling apart, yeah. dying. So that's a cool character to play. That's I've been awesome. wanting to see it for a long time. And so when it came down to, do I want to rent what my wife would call a boring awards movie? Mm. Even though she knows nothing about it. Mm. I love her to death, but she doesn't boring like- Boring awards movie. Yes. Wow. She does not like the dramas. Um or do I want to go see some action action packed at a theater? Mm. Not a theater. A theater. A theater. Theater. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. T H E E T E R. Theater. All right. So so, uh, so we chose that, and it was good. All right, that's we fine. Enjoyed it. Hey, yeah. and that's you've got that. That's an opportunity you have. That's a freedom you have. It's a right I have as an American <laughs> to go see a man with claws. That's right. Over an award. A room. real movie. Yeah. It's good. Anyway. What else have you been watching other than, uh, than award winning super films? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've uh, I've been watching The Path, which I really enjoy. It's yeah. got Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad. We've discussed. Um, season season two? two, and I really like it. Yeah. Yeah. I like it a lot. So I like the bad if you're guy. into. Um, if you're fascinated by cults and Scientology and those types of things, and you are a skeptic, um, of of that sort of stuff, I think you'll enjoy it. Mm. Um, and if you like Aaron Paul, I think you'll enjoy it. There's some just some really good stuff in in this. The the main lead girl, she was in Gone Girl. Yeah, she's good. Um, she's really good. The dude, the bad, the leader. bad dude is bad. He's awesome. Mm-hmm. He's, He's really talented. The actor that plays that makes you hate him. Yeah, you so, just despise. It's him. a really good show. I, I encourage you to check it out. I also started watching on Amazon or no Hulu. This show called, I think it's Something Shot. It's about, like, uh, gypsies. Hmm. What's it called? Something Shot. Um, guys, look that, look that up in there. It's on, uh, in the booth. It's on Hulu, and it's, like, it's about, there's a, the cover has this guy with his eye, his face punched. He's got a black eye, and he's, like, a, he's a gypsy. So, gypsy show and on Hulu. And it's all about, they kind of show you the inside on how, how, like, uh, tarot card reading and all that stuff happens, and then the underworld. So, like the gypsies, like if you if you try to take money from the gypsies, they're gonna like cut your fingers off and stuff. Oh yeah, and it's yeah, shut eye. It's called shut eye, and I I kind of like it. I I'm a fan on trying new shows that aren't cop shows or hospital shows. You know, most TV shows are cop or hospital. Yeah. And so anytime I see something like United States of Terra or, you know, anything that's a little different, who you know, the path on Hulu, mm-hmm. I like to try out new things because it's like, you know, okay, cool. I've never seen a show about gyp- the gypsy underworld of tarot card reading. But it's more doc style or? No, no, no. It's a, it's a, it's a drama. It's oh, a, gotcha. yeah, it's a comedy drama sort of action thing. Kind of like, think like Breaking Bad. Gotcha. Cool. Um, and it's pretty good. Like, uh, hmm. you know. I think it's one that's going to grow on me. So, like, I'm sticking it out. I'm going to keep watching it. Yeah. Um, but it's it's uh, interesting. Shut eye? Yeah. Huh. It's all about, like, 
you know, palm readers and uh, mediums and just the whole side hustle of like wow. hustling people out of their money and that underworld and, you know, who who runs it and yeah. like, the relationships. So. But do they go into if it's actually true? Well, it's not true. <laughs> but it could <laughs> Obviously. Be. No, it's not. Uh, it could be. No, it's definitely <laughs> not. Um, so we, I've been watching that. My wife, she thought it was kind of cheesy. Um, yeah. And then me and her have been watching uh, Big Little Lies on uh-huh. a- HBO. No idea. Uh, Reese Witherspoon, Nicole Kidman. Movie or drama? Drama. I love drama. Show, man. I should yeah. say. It's all drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. Uh, it's a just catch-all. Catch-all It's term. this uh, following the lives of these people in uh, Monterey, California, and they're just they're rich and wealthy, and hmm. some stuff goes down, and it, it gets real. Oh, so. dude. Sorry, speaking of these internet shows, you're going to love... So the music video I shot down in yeah. Miami. My key grip was the... Previously, the rigging gaffer on a little show that you and I love called Bloodline. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So That's great, man. His name was Swifty. We called yes. him Swifty. That's great. Uh, great dude. But yeah. That's that, awesome. I, I started talking about work and asking how, thing, how things were down there. They just recently yeah. uh, lost their incentive. Oh, that's not good. They had a quarter billion dollar, $250 million incentive mm. gone. Yeah. So all these shows. Well, Moonlight was shot down there. Yeah. All these shows went to uh, Atlanta and Louisiana. LA. Atlanta, Louisiana, and LA. Yeah. yeah. Pretty sad. But yeah, he was the ex-rigging gaffer on Bloodline, which I thought was pretty cool. That's like, awesome. Oh, dude. Yeah. Got this dude working on our music video? Wow. Yeah, man. That's yeah. the way to do it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, just stuff like that. I mean, um, you know. We, I'm going to take it again for a second. Yeah, do it. So you've been talking about all these narratives, these dramas. I'm on the opposite side. Right. Chris and I have been watching uh, Chef's Table. Oh, that's great. And Classic. Shows like that. Uh, we just started a, a, a movie called Psalm. Okay. Like Somalier. Yeah. So the there's a Somali psalm, the first one, and then a second version that talks again about wine, uncorked or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Really good. Yeah. yeah. So um, we're into the doc style stuff. Have I'm you watched a... Abstract? No. Oh. What is that? It's basically Abstract is a Netflix documentary series that's basically Chef's Table about but, art and design. But art and design. Yeah, I skipped. I it's really passed good. Passed over it last night. I was like, I don't know if I want to start this yet. It's amazing because it sounds it's... like something I'd love. Yeah, you're going to want to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff happening. Well, I'm going to transition to some things. Uh, This is going to be the gear section of the show. Mm. I am probably going to sell my C100 Mark IIs. And for anybody that's on Slack, you already knew that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you're on on the FDB Slack group, you already knew that. I I put a message out if anybody's interested to hit me up and um, we can talk about it. Uh, I'm probably going to get... Either the C one hundred, sorry, C three hundred Mark II, fantastic camera. But there's still these rumors out on NAB. I just read one today yeah. that was alluding to a new generation of the C one hundred Mark III or a potential C one hundred Mark III. That's only a month away. And then there we're was, going right. There was another. We're gonna go cover. I don't it? think so. <laughs> uh, actually, I might. I might end up being there. Um, I mean, we'll have to see. Joe, Joe from my Joe Vile from New York. We talked. To, he's got a, he's got a project going on out there that yeah. potentially I might be a part of. Really? Yeah. Huh. We'll see. Interesting. It's more man. of a talent role. Oh, what? <laughs> no way. Yeah. 
Yeah, maybe, maybe exercising my uh, my host capabilities. As a bearded gypsy? Maybe. I don't know. Oh. We'll see. Uh, giving out palm readings and tarot cards? Who knows? Who knows if it's going to pan out, but it could be fun. Um, hmm. But Desert So anyway, I, there's this other thing that I've that they're talking about that there was a rumor, something about like a C300 Mini. Why? It's already a Mini. I don't it's know. Not that big. I don't understand. What about a C500 Mark II? I don't know. And then, so anyway, so those two things are being talked about. And then did you see the Black Magic news? Yeah, the Pro. The the Ursa Pro. Ursa Mini Pro. Yeah. Which has the built-in ND, which... And interchangeable lens mounts. Yeah. So let's just talk about this for a second. I can't, because I, I I can't do it. I don't know if I can make the jump. A lot of our, our listeners are kind of in this bracket, this uh, financial bracket, where they can afford yeah. this. This is what yes. they want, they like. Yep. A lot of these dudes that you know listen to the show shoot on the Black Magic... 4K, the mini, whatever it is. Right. What are you, I, I, okay, so as a DP, I've worked with a few of these cameras before. Never been wholly impressed. Never been like, oh my God, I'm never going to shoot on this. But I always have an option, so I choose not to because I know other cameras so much better. Right. What are your thoughts on this? Like, I mean, there's people, here's the thing. Every camera's good. That's what I'm going to say. You're about content. Every every camera is good. Um, What I'm looking for in a camera is I'm looking for rock steady. Mm -hmm. Okay. I I am not a DP. If I'm shooting something internal that's branded content, if I'm, you know, like when I was in Mexico, if I'm running and gunning, I need to know that that my shit's going to work. Well, you don't want to be fussing around with menus. I don't want to be fussing around with menus and digital displays. And I need to know the platform is tried and true and it's going to work. For me, that's synonymous with Canon. All these years that I've been doing this, um, you know, I've only ever, you know, been at shops where we've had, you know, Panasonic. So early on, the the DVX we've talked about on past Mm -hmm. shows, rock solid cameras. Those DVXs were just workhorses. Throw them up against the wall. They're going to work. Yeah. Um, and to me, yeah. the uh, the C the C100s the C300s they're just workhorses that are you can beat them up. There's knobs, there's physical knobs on them. Yeah, it's not all <laughs> uh, touchscreen. And you know, every time you know, I, there's a ton of people. A lot of guys that come to the FTB meetups, they they're all on the Black Magic, and and they're creating really great stuff. And I'm yeah. sure it's wonderful. And I know several people who own them and they love them. Yeah. Um, but then I also see lots of people who. Can, complain about them and talk about how they've had to send their camera in two or three times. I mean, I've had my C100s for, you know, three years now. I've never had to do anything to them. The only issues you've ever had <laughs> with a C100 is that it got stolen. Yeah, I got Yeah, but I mean, you know, so I, I see yeah. you see things like that. And, you know, for, for what for what we use it for in-house camera, I mean, when we shoot a commercial, we're usually, you know, shooting on the, the Mini or yeah. Alexa or Red or something like that. Um, but for sort of a, an in-house content shooter, um, I just want something that works, and I want something mm-hmm. that's yeah, uh, it's easy to work. Yeah. yeah, I get you. So, but I mean, I've got no problem. I mean, if you know, this ev- people are making it work, and they really like it. They really like this Ursa. Well, I'll just say from an outsider's point of view, not having used the Ursa, the Ursa Mini. This, you know, in hearing all the issues with those cameras, this Pro version, whatever you want to call it. Things called the Pro. It seems like they ironed out all those things. They got the internal Indies. They got yep. the you know swappable lens mounts. F- lots of physical buttons that control yeah. everything. It's not all touchscreen. It can shoot raw to a, a SD card yeah. or whatever. 
all those things are ironed out. You don't have to have, you know, we, we've had Clifton Stommel on the show yeah, yeah. who created the box to, you know, upgradable hard right. drive space and whatnot. I think they solved that issue as well. Yeah. So I'd like to try it. I'm eager to try it. The image quality seems to hold up. I don't know. Yeah. It's just why, why switch over from something that I'm used to to that? I'm not a purchase guy. It's not like yeah, I'm going to yeah, go out yeah. and buy this camera. I'm a rental guy. Yeah. So if the opportunity comes up, I'm definitely down to try it, but I'm not going to go out and buy it. I'm not right. going to flip yeah. my lid over I it. I don't think I'm going to buy it either. Yeah. It doesn't seem like something that you guys need at LeapFrame. No. I mean, you know, it's fine. 4K RAW? Do you need 4K RAW? Angus, actually, we were talking about this in New York, and Angus Oborn from New York DP, um, he said, uh, "He said, man, don't sell your C100s. Just buy some gold stickers and stick 4K on the side of it. No <laughs> so, one will ever know. <laughs> it's technically a 4K sensor that <laughs> yeah, down I mean, the 1080. But you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's going to end up on YouTube or yeah. Vimeo or something, you know? No. Yep. So. That's how it goes. But, you know. Well, yeah, go, uh, speaking on that topic, the music video I just shot, uh, there was talk and discussion prior to me going down there of shooting the thing 8K. Wow. Yeah. On the helium, the red helium mm. sensor. Just floats. And downscaling. <laughs> it's so light that it floats. That's why it's so smooth. Yeah. Um, but then downscaling that to, to 2K or whatever, 4K for a deliverable. Yeah. But we ended up shooting, uh, I ended up shooting 4K uh, UHD on the Mini that they can up-res the yeah. whatever, cinema 4K. Something like 8K. That's, I feel like they should insane. just send you one. What? The Mini. Aerie should just send me a Mini? <laughs> yeah, sure. A sponsored deal. I'm fine with that. <laughs> Aerie, if you guys, you know. If you're listening. If you need a uh, a guy out in the field who's going to A promote, true endorsement. True endorsement. Yeah. Alex is your guy. The Alexa Mini, the best camera you'll never own. <laughs> yeah, there you go. See? Nice. Um... Uh, Great. So yeah. So I don't know. What do you think? I mean, should I, should I wait to I see wait. if Canon does anything? I I don't yes. know that they are. I mean, Canon. You, there's always rumors pre NAB, and then nothing pans out. It, and then you run the risk of right after NAB, they could release something. They're right. never ones to kind of stick to the convention. Right. Uh, yes. Dates. Yeah. They might. They might have their own. Announcement. A, mo- a month after, they could be like, oh, C100 Mark III, C300 Mark yeah. III. Blah, blah, blah. You know, C500 Mark II. Sure. Everything's a mark with them. Well, so the thing I'm up against yeah. is the right now the the C300 Mark II has a $4,000 discount mm-hmm. till the end of March. Dude, it's a great camera. I uh, One of my buddies, one of the directors I work with doing 21 Pilot stuff, Mark Eshelman, yeah. uh, we talked about this. We, we went back and forth. He was looking for a camera to buy. And he was in between the C300 Mark II and the FS7, the Sony, yeah. because of the high speed functions. Right. Ultimately, I was like, dude, I think you should go C300. Yeah. The, Better I, color science. We shot on the FS7 for that Mentos piece. Yeah. And it turned out great. Yeah, it looked great. But I think Angus the whole time was kind of like, yep, 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 yep. There's uh, issues with the menu. There's issues with the LUT functionality. Color's not as good. It crops the sensor for high speed stuff, whatever it is, yeah. you know, whatever the issues are. Uh, the Canon, like you said, it's a beast. It's tried. It's true. It's a workhorse. You can throw it up against the wall. Yeah. It's going to shoot amazing images. So he ended up going with that, and he's doing all this tour stuff with 21 Pilots, and the stuff looks amazing. The way it handles highlights, yeah, yeah. the way it renders skin tones, yeah. 
everything's great. Well, and it shoots awesome in low light. Yeah, and it's not going to fail. You can trust it. Hmm. So Sounds like an endorsement for Canon. I like Canon. <laughs> Canon. C300 you Mark know what? II, I, the I best feel like, camera that you could own. I feel like uh, Done. all of our listeners are Black Magic fanboys. Yeah. And then we're Canon fanboys. Uh, or Airy. <laughs> yeah, Canon and Airy fanboys. Well... <laughs> Anyways, mm. uh, so it's been fun. We had a good a good FDB meetup in New York. I know without me. Uh, yeah, Ward Ward came out, um, and nice. it was fun. And uh, yeah, man, it's cool. I really enjoy this aspect of the community. I, I enjoy the Slack group, and I just want to encourage anyone listening: if you're not a part of the Slack group, go to FDBpodcast.com, join the Slack group, get mm-hmm. in on that. Some cool conversations happening. It's just sometimes it's just helpful to go there and, and say, hey, you know, anybody try this or anybody and. Almost immediately, you get a response from somebody. It's been great. You know, I, cool. I haven't been uh, a very big part of it. Yes, yeah, we have like over a hundred members at this point. Yeah, I've been I've been a little absent uh, through all this work, but I do notice. I see all the mm-hmm. updates. And I see yeah. the see the conversations. I have a second to look at it and then go back to yeah. work. But we, we've got a group now. Cool. I, I threw it out there that you know, would would it be useful if the Slack group and everybody connected, who's kind of a trusted resource, you know, started to like build a a contact list of people we know and trust as freelancers like referred kind of like a yeah. an fdb angie's list yeah and a lot of people were like yeah that sounds like a good idea so wow. i think i think there's a couple guys that are looking into it brandon's list <laughs> brandon's uh, list uh yeah so yeah so that's kind of cool cool some neat stuff happening there um I dig that and yeah i'll tell you another thing that that's interesting is there's some cool things happening um, at Sound Images? Really? Yeah, the studio where we were, where this show is brought to you from. We're here now. Yeah, the other day on their website, soundimages.com, um, under new management. On the website? Yeah, I think they they posted it. It's uh, it's really? there, and they said uh, like they if said, I go to the website, yeah, now. yeah. So there's some things happening, um, and so we're gonna get Adam on the show to talk about it. Wow. So I don't I don't, I don't really know what's happening. Sound I mean, I kind of know, but I, I don't know what I can tell you. But I'm going to get Adam on here, and he's going to tell you. Huh. Some cool things are happening. You know more than me. Yeah, they just did some uh, some really great work. Under oh. new ownership, coming soon, colon, new brand, new look, new sound. Yeah, it's like a whole new thing. Wow. I know. Huh. Yeah, so what? I get, so I'm a little worried because we're kind of part of the old sound. <laughs> what if they kick us out? <laughs> we might get evicted. Get evicted. So we might get evicted. We'll see. Studio B gets revamped. We might. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like Studio B is, I think, going to change, and we might be be gone. Studio B gone. We might be gone. Yeah. Yeah. Get it. I don't know. We'll see. Huh. But it'll be interesting. It'll be it'll be a good interview. So we'll get Adam back on the show to talk about what's happening and what's going on, what he's been up to. Now I'm kind of scared. You should be terrified. Um, anything else exciting or new or that you're everything <laughs> talking about? Oh, dude. Uh, so I, you know, I do some short film stuff. Obviously, yeah. you know that. Uh, one of the shorts I shot with a director buddy of mine, Adam Mark Brown, called Lapses, just got into the Columbus International Film and Video Festival. Nice. 65th annual, I believe. Yeah, it's the longest running film festival in the United States. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know what film did not get into that film festival? What film? Uh, it would be another film that you did Oh. with me. That's great. Called Kill Game. Oh, yeah, that one. It did not get accepted into that film festival. Well, <laughs> K- 
Kill Game is a special project. It is a special project. That not everyone's going to love. It has always been an underdog. Well. It barely got made. Yeah, we didn't ever make it to be a festival piece. No. We no. kind of made it because. We wanted to make it. We could. Yeah. yeah. So, and I think, you know, festivals, I, I don't know. Festivals are funny. They're always looking for something. I feel like if you make a film about molestation or rape or, uh, you know, suicide. Guaranteed entry. You're guaranteed entry. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, dark, right. Dark subject. Right, wrong, or indifferent. It's like, you know, the tortured director mm-hmm. and his story. And it's like, yeah. oh, such a brave film. Maybe. But no. Maybe. Kill Game's just a, it's just a good old, it's just a, just uh, a good old film. It's a gangster story. Yeah. So we'll see. We still got it. We still got a couple, uh, that we're waiting to hear back on. So a couple is in twenty, right? Yeah, I mean, there's yeah fifteen fil- film festivals we're still waiting to hear back from, and they could all be slam dunks. They could, yeah, we could we could win Best Picture. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> like you said, some festivals are just looking for a certain feel, genre, whatever, right? Where they have too much of something, and they can't make room for us. Yeah, that's always a possibility. That. This was the year of the uh, diner gangster sure. film, so and maybe we'll see. And we're the worst one. We'll see. Yeah, who knows? Um, so I've got another thing that so I'm a little I'm a little sleepy. If you can't notice that, yeah, why? I'm a little sleepy today. So I was out at midnight, waiting in line uh, for the Nintendo Switch. Yep. So you nerd. I, you know what? It is, I am kind of a gamer nerd a little bit. We're um, so my eight year old. That's something we enjoy doing together is gaming, playing yeah. you know, games. We're Epic, big into epic boss battles. Yeah, and, we're real into yeah. the to the Nintendo titles. But yeah, I'm excited. Uh, last night or this morning, I was in the shower and all of a sudden I hear, "Yes!" <laughs> this little eight year old voice was rejoicing because he saw the Nintendo Switch sitting on the table oh, and uh, Zelda. And uh, so, so we're, you just we're put it out for him after you got it. Yeah, because I wasn't going to set it up last night, and That's then killer. he wants to wait for me. He wants to unbox it with me, you know. All that Dude. stuff. So we're going to unbox it to Saturday. That's amazing. And set it up. So yeah, he's waiting so I'm a that little sleepy. long. Yeah. Well, today he's with his grandma today, and there. Wow. And then tonight I got to be at the Addies, so I can't hook it up tonight. That's some restraint. Yeah. So he's being tortured right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but I'm pretty excited. The uh, I'm pretty excited about. Um, the Zelda game. Supposedly, it's an open world. Any it's, anywhere you can see on the screen, you can go. Right now, it's the I believe it's the third, third greatest best, game best of all time, best reviewed game of all time. Yeah, of all time, kind of like Moonlight. Exactly. The third which best reviewed me, movie of all time. Which reminds me, everyone should go see Logan. <laughs> it's really, really good. Oh, it's quality, quality. Yeah. The the metal coming out of his hands is great. Oh, it's perfect. Um, yeah. The uh, so yeah so anyway. You, uh, oh, sorry. You gotta take that? No. No. Wow. Um, so yeah, so we're wrapping up. Uh I'll take care of that later. Cool. So anyway, kind of a weird show. Sorry, sorry we got distracted uh early on. <laughs> you got to hear uh, Frank's voice though, which my, is great. My yeah. dog may or may not die. Yes. Stay tuned next week to find out <laughs> if Otis is still alive. Got the cliffhanger. Uh You're we worse don't, than HBO. We don't know. Uh <laughs> But we can be assured that uh, uh, he will either be alive or dead. Man. One of the two. He, he will be something, yeah. Yeah, he'll be something. So but I'll, he'll always remain a dog. Yeah, I mean, he's he's my dude, man. Otis. Yeah. He's the guy. His his full name is Otis Spunkmeyer. 
Otis Spunkmeyer? Like the cookie. That's hilarious. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> Anyways, kind of a weird uh, show. Don't feed him chocolate. Sorry, guys, yeah. if you're listening out there. Oh, I, I got to mention something. Sure. I got to, we don't do a lot of shout outs to other podcasts. No. I have got a podcast recommendation for you. Really? I mean, this is one of the best podcasts you'll ever hear. Marin? No. Oh. My good friend, Joe Vile. Which sounds like a gangster name. He's awesome. He he has a podcast that he's never told me about. And when I was in New York a couple weeks ago, he's all of a sudden his wife drops drops the fact that he's got this podcast. And I'm like, what are you talking about, man? His podcast is called Double Joe Seven. <laughs> what? It's it is entirely committed to James Bond movies. Why Double Joe? Because there's two Joes that host it. Oh, my God. (laughs) So the two Joes. It's brilliant. It's amazing. So the two Joes, these guys are really funny, and they get on there, and they break down every single uh, James Bond movie. Like per episode? Yes. So like this is the Goldfinger episode? Yes. They get in there, and they talk about it, and they they pull out certain things. Like they uh, there's, uh, I I think, the first one, they talk about, um, uh, what do they talk about? Was it High Pants? High pants, low waist, or something. <laughs> something huh. where Sean Connery's pants are like pulled way up, um, and they're like breaking that down, and they're talking huh. about how um, the one dude, the bad guy, has like the iron fist or whatever. Yeah, and um, like th- they were talking about how like uh, that if you get within his clutches, like you're, uh, you know, you're you're doomed. But like if his hands closed, like he's t- completely helpless, kind of like a uh, <laughs> like an alligator. <laughs> And so they just have some really funny insights, and uh, uh, they got another guy. There's a third guy on there who's a friend um, who get, who comes on every now and again. But um, who's named Joe? No, I don't think it's ah. Joe. No, because there's only two Joes. Do they drink coffee? Double, Joe, uh, no, I think they drink. I think they're drunk while they're doing it. <laughs> it's funny, but anyway. Uh, so big shout out to Joe and Double Joe Seven. Get out there, guys. Download it. Listen to it. I think you'll like it. Is it still going? I don't, it's, it's on there. I mean, it's like, it's, it's yeah. evergreen content. It's okay. never, it's never going to get old. Double Joe seven. Double Joe seven. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, Why didn't we think of that? We're not Joes. Mm. We're not your average Joes. But we could be. Yeah. So anyways, um, hmm. well guys, that is, uh, that brings us to the end of today's show. It, it was yeah. a weird show. It was a odd show having you back and well, then I got distracted. There's the whole dog thing yeah and we i'm just, tired i'm exhausted like you said i don't know you anymore i don't know you anymore i know we're strangers in yeah this odd land like we're getting reacquainted again i know there's so, like fifty thousand other things we could have talked about oh my god yeah but we picked the right two <laughs> yeah i have no clue <laughs> yeah we i mean there was so much more we could have talked about with your film oh who cares but we didn't get into it doesn't it. matter doesn't matter no it's about this it's about yeah. right here right so, now in uh, bourbon so anyway, we'll re- we'll re- we'll redeem this show. Yeah, I might be back. I might, uh, you know, <laughs> we'll see how I feel. Uh, so anyway, those of you listening, uh, thanks for continuing to support the show. Yeah. As always, we like to have you give us a nice little rating and review on iTunes, ftbpodcast.com. Find us on the social medias, Twitter, Insta, you name it. We're out there um, at some capacity or another. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're we're glad to have you back, buddy. I'm it's glad been, to be back. It's been good. It's been well. It's been good with you gone. 
<laughs> get a little reprieve. I'm just kidding. Oh, just joking. Lordy. Uh, Lordy. Well, man, uh, enjoy. Um, yeah, you got a good thing going here. I like what you're doing <laughs> with the show. Enjoy a lot of. Uh, by the way, the uh, the uh, studio is completely changing. You're off the show. Oh, great. Uh, we got a new studio. Yeah, we got this other Alex we're bringing in. <laughs> anyway, all right. So, uh, well, on behalf of me and Alex yeah. and Otis. Oh, God. <laughs> and on a down note. We will see. Bop, bop, bop. We'll see you guys next week. All right. Cheers, Cheers Otis. This podcast was recorded live at Sound Images Studio. Find out more at soundimages.com.